Welcome aboard Bus One. We're on our way to hell, and we're not stopping for anything. Just joshing. We're on our way to Halloween Town from the eponymous hit 1998 Disney Channel original movie. Yeah, brother. Happy Halloween. Are we stopping? How about you introduce yourselves? Wait, before I introduce myself, are we? Are we're not? We are stopping for like the bathroom, right? That part was the joke. No. Well, hi everyone, I'm Aiden. The fuck is up, nerds? It's Cameron. Yeah! Hey everybody, I'm gonna have to tough it out with my full bladder. I'm Connor. <laughs> awesome. Connor, go pee now, before we leave. I know you guys have heard some stuff um, about what this episode's gonna be. Nope. Uh, in all honesty, this episode was going to be Murder Mystery 2, Spooks Galore. But instead, I have another surprise. As you all know, Halloween is coming up, which is why I invited some guests along for the ride. Guests? I want to introduce you all to Pierre Moore, the leader of the local cryptid hunting group, You Ain't Seen Nothing Yeti. So with that in mind, I changed the episode topic to be cryptids. For those who don't know, cryptids are creatures of urban legend that many spend countless hours to be the first to prove their existence. Some such legends are... The Yeti, Bigfoot, the Chupacabra, and the Loch Ness Monster. So please say hello to Pierre. Hi, Pierre. Hi, Pierre. Hi, Pierre. Hello, my friends. My colleagues and I are incredibly excited to be aboard this first bus with you. I hate this. We have word that there was a sighting of a strange, hairy beast in Halloween Town. That... We are on our way to go investigate. I hate hate this. (laughs) I founded this group 10 years ago. Although it was always my dream to spend my time hunting for evidence of some of the most endangered species known to man. When I was a boy living in France... (laughs) I looked out my window one night to see a massive creature with glowing yellow eyes. I like how your accent is not French. A long, Um, scaly body, razor-sharp teeth, and long, pointed wings. I stared it directly in the eyes. This accent is all but over I, the place. As someone, <laughs> actually, as talk, someone who is French, here. as someone who is French, that's actually like pretty darn accurate. You should so maybe not you should go to France, Cameron. That. You should not gatekeep that. Maybe you should go to France. I, I've been to France. I stared it directly I in the eyes, it. but I did not feel fear. Instead, <laughs> I saw fear in the monster's eyes. Ooh. Oh. It was uh-huh. hiding among the rooftops of the city. The next morning. I ran to the library and found out it was Giver. How do you say that? Giver. Giver. Guillermo. Guillermo. A dragon like creature that has been hunted by humans for centuries. I vowed that day to help these misunderstood creatures. So often, these creatures are used as tools of horror. But I believe they need ecological help, as they have been on the brink of extinction for so long. Oh, and I'm terribly sorry. Allow me to introduce my colleagues as well. There is Dr. T.J. Eckelberg, our esteemed zoologist, with extensive experience with wild animals. Good evening. Severance Grenadine. The upcoming star of Animal Planet Severin saves the world, and an expert in living in the wild. Oh, hi! Bobby Moynihan, whom you might recognize from Saturday Night Live. Bobby Moynihan! Bobby Moynihan's here? (laughs) Bobby Moynihan and the Eyes of God from The Great Gatsby are both here? (laughs) Bobby Moynihan, my drunk uncle, is here on the podcast? He is. He's right next to you. And Ricky Littrapes. Bobby Moynihan! Ricky Littrapes, my longtime friend and tech genius. Hey. And finally, you might have seen her running around the bus already, our lovable Boston Terrier named Band-Aid. Whom we Band-Aid. found. <laughs> our Boston Terrier named Band-Aid. Our Boston Terrier. <laughs> whom we found on one of our adventures. Now, I understand that Cooper 
has a list of rules to read to you. So I will use this time to step out to use the facilities wait, wait, that Pierre, you have in the we're back. We're on a moving Pierre, bus, Pierre. You said you that. You started it 10 years ago. How old are you? 10. <laughs> what? <laughs> hunting monsters Man straight came out, out of the womb. womb and was like, I'm going to start a monster hunting All group. right. He came out with a wooden <laughs> right, thank, stake and silver. Thanks, Pierre. Thanks, Pierre. I really, I really thanks, appreciate Pierre. it. Yeah. Thank you um, for your service, Pierre. All right. Here are the rules. We have three levels with 15 questions total. Level one is five questions, one point per correct answer. Level two is five questions, two points per correct answer. Level three is five questions, three points per correct answer. Uh, no Googling. Um, hey, John's not Those here, are so. pretty much the, the rules there. There's no challenge question for this episode as well. Um, like I said, it's cryptids. Um, that sounds like he's leading And we can kind of get right into the episode. Uh, starting with round one. Whoa! What happened to the lights? Oh no, the oh, lights. Oh no, what happened to the lights? <laughs> the lights are off. What happened to the lights? Oh no! <laughs> Pierre! Pierre, oh, are you okay? Are Wait, Pierre? Pierre. Pierre. Oh, oh my guys, guys he wait, said we, he have was... to, we have to speak to him in his native language. Pierre! Pierre! Excusez-moi, Pierre! Are you okay? Let me go let me go check on him. Oh my gosh! Pierre's dead! Well, Driver! It's... We need to stop and alert the authorities! Pierre did say he was oh, stepping no. out of a moving bus to use the We're facility. already too far outside of any cell coverage. Oh no. Contestants. Oh, no. I guess it's going to be a murder mystery episode after all. Oh, no! It's oh. up to you to solve his murder and bring the culprit to justice. Guys, it was me. I killed him. Here's some extra rules. First of all, you must make an accusation of the killer. All contestants must confer and unanimously decide on a suspect to accuse of the murder. If the group is correct, the group wins, and the proclaimed winner is decided off of points. If the group is incorrect, nobody in the group can win the game. So work together to ensure that in some way, everyone will win. I was kind of looking forward Second, to Second, there is no challenge question. Normally there is a challenge question, but not this time. Instead, you'll be choosing from a list of questions you want to hear. These different questions will give you different levels of information, so choose your questions carefully, just like a real detective. And then finally, you can call for observations. After each question, one observation can be made about any person. This won't give you much more concrete information, but it will give you a feel of how different characters react to the information being revealed. So, with that, let's move into level one. Whoa, 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 serving wait. the crime scene. I have a question. First, we yes. were told that this wasn't going to be a murder mystery. Now we're in a murder mystery. Then we're told there's no challenge question. It's I'm a, a little trick. suspicious. It's the trick or the treat. The trick is all of them are challenge questions. Wait, There's going to so, be no treats tonight. The treats so for not, our listeners. We're not doing cryptids. I we're, like cryptids. Well, okay. I so, know a lot about cryptids. Well, if he's... If here's he's a, here's a, the thing. Yeah. I prepared for a cryptid episode, so I can sprinkle in some cryptid questions if you want. No, it's okay. Um, we I can't we'll, talk about cryptids while Pierre is lying dead. Wait, Cooper... Did a cryptid murder Pierre? <laughs> I, I like your questions, yeah. but let's get into it here. I think it was Mothman. Where would you like to start your investigation? We can find out the cause of death, the cause of the power outage, the whereabouts of a passenger, the backstory of a passenger, or a fun fact about a cryptid, because I don't want to have written that other episode for nothing. Oh, dang. You already actually prepared a cryptid episode? I was going to call dibs for my next one. Um, Sorry. It's okay. Uh, I think I'd like to know, how was Pierre murdered? The weapon? Well, I mean, I was curious if death. we should uh, turn on the lights first. What do you guys think? Oh, yeah. Alexa, turn on the lights. <laughs> Excellent. They're back. Nice. They're back now. We did it. Good job. Now <laughs> we can see you again. Thank you, Jeff Bezos. All right. Does everybody agree that you want to start with cause of death? Sure. Let's hear it. Let's do it. All right. Cause of death. Poor Pierre. It looks as though he was attacked by a monster. <gasps> this reminds me of a cryptid that I read about while preparing this episode. The world's called a Barguest from Northern England, <laughs> which inspired Arthur Conan Doyle to write his third crime novel starring Sherlock Holmes. 
what kind of animal is the bar guest? The bar guest. Oh, Aiden. Is it a dog? It is a hound slash black dog. Of the Baskerville? Of the Baskerville. Dynamic duo's question coming in clutch there. Uh. I was definitely going to guess that the bar guest was an alcoholic human. <laughs> Just a Scottish dude. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. So, so you know what kind of attack it was. What else would you like to find out? You have the cause of the power outage. You can do the whereabouts of any of the passengers or the backstory of any of the passengers or a fun fact about a cryptid. Wait, the backstory and one of the passengers? Yes. So it was whereabouts. Ah, uh, whereabouts. And the uh, background. And the passengers besides yourselves are Dr. T.J. Eckelberg. Good evening. Severance Grenadine. Oh, hi. Bobby Moynihan. Bobby Moynihan. Ricky Latrapes. Hey. And Band-Aid the Boston Terrier. <gasps> Honestly, I'm suspicious of Band-Aid. Let's, let's talk to TJ Eckelberg, because those, those eyes see everything. Okay, so I'm hearing two different things. Connor, you decide. You gotta decide together. I think um, in general, and also in this specific instance, I would like to know the whereabouts of Bobby Moynihan. We could do Bobby Moynihan. Let's do Bobby Moynihan. We let's can talk about whereabouts. We can figure out whereabouts TJ Eckelberg or... later. Backstory. Let's get the backstory of Bobby Moynihan. <laughs> I would like to know Bobby Moynihan's entire biography. I don't know who this guy is. He's Bobby Moynihan. As you may know, Bobby was on SNL from 2008 to 2017, but since getting off the show, he rediscovered himself through learning about cryptids and other monsters. One that he said he connected with quite a lot was an old murder case involving two other Frenchmen named Pierre Brigot and Michael Verdun. Who believed they had an ointment that could turn themselves into what monster? Cameron. Um, werewolves? Correct, werewolf. Yeah. After confessing to brutally murdering several children, oh. they were both burned to death at the stake. No Burning was thought to be one of the few ways you could kill a werewolf. I never saw that in Harry Potter. These guys obviously haven't ever used silver bullets. Or a spoon. Go ahead and give yourself a point there, Cameron. Thanks, Cooper. Now, you guys can do cause of the power outage, uh, the whereabouts of a passenger, or the fun fact about a cryptid. Do you want to get the whereabouts of TJ? Sure. He sees everything. I think it's he's that a, he's dog. A you guys are sleep. You guys are sleeping on Band Aid. It's the eyes of God, man. All right. Whereabouts of Doctor T. J. Eckelberg? When asked where he was at the point of the accident, Doctor Eckelberg had a glazed-over expression before responding with, "I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. I have pretty, pretty bad, bad memory loss. loss. Well, My memory is not nearly what it used to be, so I honestly don't remember what I was doing." By the way, have you seen Pierre? Oh. Age is often linked to memory loss, often from the slow deterioration of what part of the brain responsible for retrieval and formation of memories. Okay, Cameron. Uh, the prefrontal cortex. Please be more specific. Uh, the the uh, uh, the part of the brain in the front. Uh, no, that is uh, not the answer. The hippocampus. That's what go. I was going to say. Does he just get Bar! to list parts of the brain until he gets it right? <laughs> I was going to say hippocampus. Hippocampus. Um, that is correct. Cameron gets a point oh, for that one. Thank you. He, he stumbled, but he, he got there in the end. We um, made trip. All right. So you guys got cause of power outage now and the fun fact about a cryptid. Let's do a fun fact about a cryptid. Amen, brother. Do Let's do it. All right. Let's figure it out. We have, a we have a second now. I feel like we're not very um, urgent about this murder that we are trying to solve. <laughs> I just want to know All about right. cryptids. According yeah. to, the, to legend, the Leeds devil was the 13th child of Mother Leeds. When the baby was born, it was normal but changed into a creature with hooves, a goat's head, bat wings, and a forked tail. Today, the Leeds Devil is said to inhabit the forest of Pine Barrens in what U.S. state? It's New Jersey. It's the Jersey Devil. That's correct. Yeah. New Jersey. The creature is also known as the Jersey Devil, and the namesake of the NHL team, the New Jersey Devils. Fun fact, Napoleon Bonaparte's brother, Joseph, reportedly saw the monster while he was residing in New Jersey in 1820. Oh, no well, that guy, that guy is an idiot. The Joseph devil. Napoleon Bonaparte's brother? Joseph? Do you <laughs> yeah. know him? Do you know him? <laughs> yes. Do you know tight. him personally? Oh, I'm, the, I'm actually the Jersey devil. I saw him too. Ooh. Cameron's trying to throw us off the scent. 
<laughs> Speaking of scent, it's that stupid terrier bandit. Wait, we should probably All right, be writing. That leaves one last question down. for level nah. one: the cause of the power outage. We checked out the electrical box and didn't see anything wrong with it. Honestly, either someone just turned off the power, or someone on this bus has the power to manipulate electricity. What is this ability known as? Aiden. Uh, would that be electrokinesis? Electrokinesis, that is correct. Wow. Aiden, was that a comic book thing? Yeah, like pyrokinesis is fire. And Hydrokinesis and is water. Geokinesis is earth. And telekinesis is with your brain. I was unaware of all these kinesises. Yeah, it's literally just take Kinesi. a word uh, and yeah. combine it with kinesis. It means like movement or something. <laughs> like Kin kinetic. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm, makes sense. Latin. All the kinesin. All right, so that's the end of round one. So can we get a quick score update, see how everyone's doing? I got three. I got two. I got zero points, but hella notes. Yeah. Hella notes. Detective He's got notes Connor. for days, baby. <laughs> All right, do you guys want to discuss what you know so far? Okay, let's do it. TJ Eckelberg might see everything, but he doesn't remember a lick of it, so that's fun. <laughs> I don't trust his, like, glazed expression and sudden He's memory like, loss. I don't know anything. Yeah. His hippocampus seems fine to me. Okay. You're, if, you're telling if, me there's a hippo on this bus? If round two is lobotomized TJ Eckelberg. <laughs> yeah, let's completely pivot this. <laughs> um, um, the murder mystery is that, how do we kill him in the most fascinating yeah. way. We also know that after departing SNL, uh, Bobby Moynihan uh, dove into the cryptid scene. Uh, learning about werewolves who were burned at the stake. Yeah. Did he burn? Mm. And then something about the Jersey Devil. Just yeah. a fun, fun Jersey Devil fact to lighten the mood. Yeah. Get our minds off the murder for a second, you know? Really detox. Mm. What, what, yes. An electrokinesis. Someone has electrokinesis. Allegedly. Yeah. Or they Allegedly. have tell. Or they have telekinesis and just flipped off a light switch. Or it was Alexa the whole time. <laughs> Um, could Maybe. I could I call for how many observations do oh, we get to call for? We get an observation. Um, well, technically, I said after each question you get one. Oh, oh dang! So we definitely we should take more advantage of that. Do we just rack up five <laughs> observations? Um, let's start with one. Okay. Right what's, now, what's what's Band Aid doing? Like how? Like what is Band Aid doing right now? Yeah, I, I'm suspicious of a man who hunts cryptids and has just a normal dog. That dog don't seem like a dog to me. What the dog doing? As far as I know, the Band-Aid has not been to the front of the bus since uh, since she got on. Hmm. Did Pierre did... die at the front of the bus? Pierre died in the back. Who do you think? Oh, who do you so think it could have been- where the, where the facilities are. Where Band-Aid also is. But it's not just Band-Aid back there. But Band-Aid is back there. Cameron's so sus at this dog. Yeah. It's not a dog. Wait, it has to be are, a cryptid. Who are the other ones besides TJ Eckelberg, Bobby Moynihan? There's the Grenadine Girl. Severance Grenadine. Ricky Latrapes. Severance Grenadine. Ricky Latrapes. Can we, I think can we I, gotta keep an eye on uh, on I, Dr. Uh, Eckelberg, and if he yeah. starts wiping his nose with like blood from his nose, he's definitely the electrokinesis guy. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say, can can I look at Ricky Latrapes after we reveal the electrokinesis thing to see if like the lights dim or something like that? Wait, see if, see if he gets freaked out and like who was the IT uses some of his powers? Who Cooper? Who was the IT wizard again? IT wizard? <laughs> Did you not say that there was a guy really good with technology? That's Ricky. Oh, Latrapes. there's a tech genius, Ricky Latrapes. Yeah, I Ooh. think that it would make sense for him to have electrokinesis. That's why I'm I'm observing him. Mm. Oh, I understand now. Oh, you'd like to observe Ricky? When we reveal the electrokinesis answer. Oh, um, he, he looked scared. Dang. Mm. Dang. I'd look scared too, honestly. Yeah, honestly, I was. Cooper, would we know lie. if that's his normal resting state? Resting scared face? No. No, okay. we would not know that, or no, Here, it is not. No, you would not know. Here we go, Cameron. I'll distract him by talking to him. You go up, sneak up behind him, and kind of like yell boo. And if <laughs> he gets scared, a... then... All right. How about we move into the, <laughs> I'd like the next to roll round a D20 and you can get to more, throw a battery more solid evidence here. <laughs> okay, let's do So, it. level two, following the leads. Question six. We found Pierre's journal in his pocket, in which one page was especially marked recently, it seems. The page was about the spirit of Bridget Driscoll, 
notable for being the first pedestrian victim of a petrol engine motor vehicle. His writing said that her spirit is known to haunt automobiles and even possess the people on board. Wow, I can only imagine how bad it must have been for her. How fast was the vehicle going that killed Bridget Driscoll? We're going by closest. Cameron. I'm going 27 miles an hour. Okay. Connor. I'll give it a brisk 35 miles per hour. Mm. Aiden. I'm going to snag that low end of the spectrum and say a brisk 26 miles per hour. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ooh. Aiden, you do get it. The answer is four miles per hour. <laughs> oh, my wow. God. Wow. How heavy was the vehicle? <laughs> How small was she this person? It was like person? a steamroller. She got slowly flattened to death. <laughs> this was in, I think it was 1890-something. Gosh, I forget. I actually didn't put down what year it was. But it's really early on. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, that was a rough year for automobile accidents, 1890-something. Yeah. At the time, they were able to go eight miles per hour, but there were limits put on them uh, in order to keep them safe. <laughs> and uh, huh. did not work. Couldn't you, like, outwalk yeah, four I could, miles an hour? Totally. <laughs> she must have, like, really not been paying attention. She was turned the other way. They were out to get her. <laughs> Bro, how weak is this freaking lady to die from such a she slow car? She could outwalk it. Oh my god. <laughs> she just saw it coming and she was like, unless this, she is, didn't this have, is it for me. Unless she didn't this have is it, any I legs. guess I'm done. Alright. Question seven. We're gonna go back into some more cryptid facts. The Loveland Frogman was first seen in 1955 when a businessman saw multiple bipedal frogs on an unnamed road. More sightings of, quote, leathery-faced individuals were reported in Loveland, Ohio in the decades after. This legend has evolved to the point that in 2014, what happened? This is multiple choice, if you'd like to hear it. Yes, mm-hmm. it is. What a, happened is so... The const- <laughs> what happened in 2014? Cameron, what happened? Name something that happened in 2014. All right. A. The costume of Loveland High School's mascot, Hoppy the Frog, was publicly burned by teenagers. B. The musical Hot Damn It's the Loveland Frog premiered in the Cincinnati Fringe Festival. There's no way that's an actual musical. Loveland erected a four-foot statue of a bipedal frog while hosting a festival for World Frog Day, which is March 20th. Or D. Similar to the 2016 clown sightings, the city of Loveland instituted a curfew after people dressed as off-putting frogmen as they started terrorizing residents. All right, Cameron. I'm going with the musical. B, the musical Hot Damn is the Loveland Frog premiered in the Cincinnati French Festival? Yeah. That's correct. Yes. You no, know, <sighs> Cooper, can you send me that the cast album after this episode? <laughs> I really tried. I tried to find it, and I... I cannot find any videos. That sounds it. exactly so that sounds unfortunate. Like, that's exactly what I would expect a bad community theater <laughs> production about anything. Like that is, is that perfectly right up question? the alley. Did Cooper make that up just to try and Hot damn, that musical's gotta be fake. I wrote it in 2014. Cooper, (laughs) if we find out later that that's the challenge question, you and I are writing that musical. Hot damn, it's the Loveland Frog. I I can tell you now, I already told you, there's no challenge questions. That's real. That's real, baby. He did say it was a fringe festival. It is the Cincinnati Fringe Festival. Fringe as in outside of the norm, or like fringe as in the thing on cowboy jackets sometimes? I imagine outside the norm. It's outside the think, Cincinnati. I don't think the limits. Loveland Frog has fringe. No one's at, really. We don't know that for a fact. The Loveland, it, Frog, we Loveland don't, Frog. We don't know. The Loveland Frog definitely wears assless chaps. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of hot. All right. So for the next three questions of round. Oh uh, wait, wait, two, wait. Can we make observations? Oh yeah. Sure. We have yeah. To remember this observation stuff. Um. Yeah. What? Uh, what's the? What's the grenadine person doing? He looks. He's kind of in his own world. He wasn't really listening. Wow. All right, I'm out of ideas. Who looks the froggiest? Yeah. I'm not gonna answer. Who that. looks the froggiest, <laughs> Cooper? <laughs> Anyone with a particularly leathery face? Anyone wearing fringes what about? on their clothing? <laughs> Damn it, right you now? beat me to it. <laughs> Is any- I tell you what, these next three questions, uh, you can ask more of the whereabouts slash backstory okay. for anybody that you haven't asked about yet. 
Okay. Should we get the backstory of the dog? Band aid for sure. Band aid. Band aid is sauce, dude. Backstory of band aid. All right. Ricky told us that Pierre actually found Band-Aid on a trip to the British Isles in the 1980s while trying to find the Loch Ness Monster. 1980s? I didn't really realize Boston Terriers were very popular in Scotland, but anyway. Pierre said he heard a large beast creeping up behind him, but Band-Aid scared it away. And Band-Aid has been with him and loyal ever since. So I guess he's pretty old already, though he doesn't look like it. 42 how many years? How many years do Boston Terriers generally live for? Cameron. 13. We're going to do closest, so Aiden. I'm going to do 17, and I just want to say, isn't isn't Pierre only 10 years old? How is he around in the 1980s? <laughs> I never said Pierre was 10 years old. Pierre said Whoa, he was yes, 10. You did. Pierre God. said, said he was, was 10, 10 years, years old. <laughs> that was a joke. He was joking, I swear. He was like, it was a joke. You know how he likes to make jokes. Connor, what's your guess? I'm going with 10. They probably got bad hips. <laughs> bad hips. Uh, Cameron gets that. It was about 14 years. Mm. Oh, like on the money thing. Two points for Cameron. All right, any more whereabouts or backstories? What if we get the I'm thinking if on? this dog is 40 years old, this thing ain't no dog. This thing a cryptid, and it killed Pierre. It it Pierre was killed by a monster. This dog is 40 years old at least. I am thinking that if uh, if Band Aid scared away that initial monster in Scotland, and then didn't make a sound while Pierre was murdered. Sounds kind of complicit. Can we get the mm. backstory on Mr. Science Genius Man? Ricky Latrapes, Ricky, Ricky longtime friend and tech genius. Like that the one. guy with elect- electrolysis got- or whatever. Maybe electrolysis. <laughs> All right, you want his backstory? Yeah. All right. Apparently, Ricky has been friends with Pierre ever since he came home and visited his home of the Kingdom of Sealand in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. Back then, Pierre was looking for evidence of the giant squid, which was actually captured for the first time on film in what year? Aiden. 2017. Okay, Cameron. I'm going 2011. Okay, Connor. Let's hit a mid-2000s, like a good 2005. Connor gets that. 2001. What? Was the first year it was captured on That's film. That's cool. Squidvid. Okay, okay. New Squidvid just dropped. Exactly. Yo, shit, look at this fucker. He's big. It's in 720p because it's from 2001. Yeah, the giant squid actually <laughs> used to be considered like one of these same kind of Crypt- creatures that like- Cryptid. Its, its existence was very much like- Fuck, wait until we find the frogmen. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. Everyone's too um, scared to explore. But they found I'm it, pretty, so who knows what else out could what I'm, else could I'm pretty be sure there. the giant squid was what inspired the story of the Kraken. Probably. Probably. All right, you have one more where you can ask about the whereabout or backstory. Should we, should we do an observation after that? Yeah, I want to I want to know an observation. Wait, this guy's from Sealand? That's a the is that a migration? Sealand. He's he's a foreigner? <laughs> <laughs> I want to know about uh, Band-Aid's reaction to when we asked about his background. <laughs> um, he lifted his head. Hmm, that's did, did it look like he can understand human speech? I don't know. What what does it look like? <laughs> Maybe did he furrow his brows or give like a badly animated like moving yeah. of his mouth? Does yeah. he look Does- like Ricky Gervais would be the All voice of him is, like Spy Kids Band-Aid four. was, was <laughs> sitting in a seat near the back. And just is, raised its head when it heard its name. Is Band-Aid a skin crawler or a body snatcher? That is not an observation. <laughs> That's These not are just enough. questions we gotta ask. Wait, <laughs> is Sealand analogous to Atlantis or is it... No, 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 no. I'm gonna guess before Cooper actually gives a real answer that Sealand is one of those micronations. Like on an Tom. old oil rig. You have one more backstory slash whereabouts to he's ask. Not an, he's dodging questions now, boys. What if boys? we get the whereabouts of the grenadine? Wait, did we already do that? No. We got we got Cooper on the ropes. We got to get some severance grenadine info. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Backstory hear, um, whereabouts. Whereabouts? Let's hear some whereabouts. Yeah. yeah. All right. Severance, who doesn't talk much, was actually sitting near the front of the bus when the lights went out. I think he must have some kind of motion sickness or something. I don't know. I just know he looked as though he was sweating a ton. Either that or he's secreting some kind of mucus like a frog. Speaking of which, 
Why is it that a frog is always slimy with mucus? Aiden. Because they're amphibians and they need to be coated in moisture to live. Why? Because they're amphibians. <laughs> but why do they need to be coated in moisture to live? Because otherwise they dry out and they'd be all crispy. <laughs> That's not the right answer. You can't answer. tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> they dry out and become crispy. Yeah, they Cameron, get too do you have crispy. a better answer? Um, I believe it's because they want to be slippery from predators. That is not why they are moist. Fuck! Connor? I actually think it's because they breathe through their skin and they gotta protect their skin. That is correct. Dang. You get two points. Frogs must stay moist to help the frog breathe and absorb dissolved oxygen in the air. In reality, frogs have very inefficient lungs due to the lack of a diaphragm and ribs like humans, so much of its breathing, including when it's completely underwater is done through the skin okay frogs are how crazy if frogs have bad breath support how do they have a whole musical about the freaking frog man (laughs) it's they're notoriously bad singers well they can go hello my honey hello my baby they're singing frogs yeah but they can't breathe how are you supposed to get that good sound that projection needed for musical i'm gonna say that frogs don't have the same construction of vocal folds that we do ribbit Ribbit. how do you know that frogs end of round two (laughs) what if connor's a frog man that's the end of round two here so i'm gonna do a quick score update real quick Oh, I have five. I've got six. Oh, okay. am I rocking two points from that? Uh, was that a two-point question? You got frogs? that last one, yeah. Excellent. I'm at two points and even more notes. Excellent. Well, can I'm we... going to go ahead and throw this out. I haven't, I haven't brought it up yet, but anyone can sacrifice one of their points to hear one of the questions they didn't get to hear yet to help them with their investigation. However, this question will only be worth one point in return. There's the chance that somebody else gets it right or that none of you get it right. So, <laughs> wait, so I vote that one of you redistributes point, the wealth. We sacrifice one point and someone else could pick it up. Connor's got me. Yes. Someone, Cameron, somebody else could pick it up or nobody could pick it up. If Cameron, you if wrong. you do one, I'll do one. So it still like puts you. We both get rid of oh, one. I don't. Keep I don't. Listen, I don't really care about winning here. I care about catching a cold blooded murderer. Amen. I care about catching Band-Aid in the act. That's my Cameron. Yeah, I'll use a point. I'll use a point right now, Cooper. All right. Play the subtracting one point from Cameron's total sound. Editor, it needs to sound like the uh, life point uh, deduction in Spy Kids 3. That's that's perfect. That's good. Cameron, what uh, question would you like to hear? Um... um, I what, uh, uh, whereabouts of uh Billy Moynihan, Bobby Moynihan, drunk uncle, Bob, please. All right, did you know that honeybees change their hormonal load and therefore their weight Ugh. based on the moon's Ew. phases? The only reason I mention this is because Bobby was near the back of the bus when the lights went off, muttering to himself about the current moon's phase. If honeybees are currently at their peak weight. What phase is the moon in? Cameron. That's gotta be a full moon. It's not a full moon. Fuck that. Waxing crescent is peak hormonal load moon. That is incorrect as well. It's gotta be a new moon. They're so excited about that fresh moon. They got a bone in the first moon. They are the peak weight at new moon. So you get that point. I've redistributed my wealth. Redistributed them going. Cameron, you're a real model citizen. I appreciate it. <laughs> hey, listen, man. I'm all for. I'm all buff, buff from those with the ability to those with means, or whatever. Fucking Karl Marx said. Mm-hmm. Um. Any more? I'll do any one. Any more questions? I'll, I'll get a all point right. away. Play the sound. All right. I'm the guy. good job. Let's do. Uh, I don't know. What do you guys think of? I, I'm um, kind of leaning to backstory of Eckelberg. What uh, did we get the backstory about the 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 weird tech guy? Yeah, he's from. Um, you got the backstory. Oh, right. You did not get his whereabouts. Oh, man, let's do that. I want to see if he was by the light panel. Okay. Ricky was still near the front of the bus, near the I mean, doctor. Suspicious. He always stays up front to watch his equipment because he personally funds the expeditions. Apparently, he has some sort of family that runs the Kingdom of Sealand. 
not to be confused with the Principality of Sealand, which is an unrecognized micronation on an abandoned platform built oh, by what country? Cameron was so right. What the heck? <laughs> what is this Cam- premonition, Cam? Aiden. Sri Lanka. No. Darn. Oh, what country built the platform? Yes. Uh, the United States. No. Connor. Is it Saudi Arabia? No. It is the oh. United Kingdom. Oh. So that's yeah. one point down the drain now. Bummer. Boom. They called it Sealand, in it. Any uh, more questions you'd like to to sacrifice a point to hear? Hmm. I'm willing to pony up another point to get an answer. I want the background of that sweaty frog thing. Who who exactly are you getting the background of? Severance Grenadine. Severance Grenadine. All right. One point out of Cameron's points here right. for grabs. What else is name? After a while, I was able to get Severance to open up a bit about his background. When he brought up his love of his home state, he remarked about the times he spent tromping through the woods back home, singing his favorite song, Hang On Sloopy, that went on to become the state's official rock song. Which state is Severance from? Cameron. Uh, that, that gives me Arkansas vibes. It is not Arkansas. Either. Is it Ohio? It is Ohio. The Ohio frog. Uh, oh, damn it. I'm an idiot. Oh, that makes so much sense. So point goes to Aiden. So Bobby Moynihan's a bee. No, no, no. Bobby Moynihan is a frog. werewolf. Bobby Moynihan a is not a bee. Bobby a Moynihan's werebee. a werebee. Oh, no. Watch out for the werebees. No way. <laughs> he turns into a werewolf at a full moon and gets horny at the new moon. The moon. He turns into exactly. a horny bee at the new moon. <laughs> and I, I turn into a horny bee at a waxing crescent. So, <laughs> Yeah, hello, HR. Thank you for that, Aiden. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for sharing. Uh, do we have an HR department? Because I think we need one. All right. Any more? Uh, any more people wanting to hear more? More of the backstory, whereabouts questions. We still have. I think we have one whereabouts. Do the murder cause of death? Yeah, he was murdered by a monster. But like, we didn't get like if it was a claws monster or all mucusy, right? I said it looked like it was done by a bar guest. Oh, a dog. Okay, so it might be Bobby oh. Moynihan. It's dude. It's the fucking dog. It has to be Band-Aid. Band-Aid was found in Scotland, or right, in the 1980s. This thing is older than fucking dirt. And it's a dog. It totally is the Hound of the Baskervilles. It's the fucking Band-Aid dog. Dirt did not exist before 1980. Wait, you said Bobby Moynihan was muttering about the moon. So he's probably mm. not a werebee, unfortunately. He's probably just a werewolf. Yeah, but a it's werebee either, would be really cool. It's the werewolf or the it's the fucking Band-Aid. It's got to be one of those. Can we get some information about the geopolitical tensions between um, sea, land, and like if they might want to assassinate a certain French monster hunter? Well, Ricky is lifelong friends with Pierre. Making him the perfect assassin. <laughs> That's the long con. <laughs> That's the long That's, con. Is is that the uh, the motive that game. you're looking for? I think I'm. Um, hmm. Wait, what are the things we still need to know? We have one more um, uh, backstory, right? You have the whereabouts of Band Aid, the backstory of Doctor T J Eckelberg. I believe that is all. All right, let's get the back. I'll spend a point for the backstory of T J. Honestly, all right. Point out of Aiden's points is up for grabs here. According to himself, Dr. Eckelberg has had quite a few interests in his life. Noting his distaste for humanity's lack of morals compared to the innocence of animals, he switched his line of work over to zoology from optometry. He actually said this former time of his life was mentioned in the famous book The Great Gatsby. According to the book, what New York borough did he practice in? Cameron. That's gonna be Brooklyn. No. Aiden. It's going to be the Bronx. No. No? Honor. Shoot. Did he practice in Manhattan? He did not. He practiced in Queens. Oh, I God was going to say Queens. It's always fucking Queens. West Egg, baby. All right. Well, that's a point. Down the drain. Darn. Yo, if you're you have one like more that, possibility with the whereabouts of Band-Aid, or we, we can keep going. Band-Aid. We know where Band-Aid was. You already let it slip, Cooper. The scene of the crime. Well, let's just say there could be more information in the uh, question. Cameron, how, how married to this Band-Aid theory are you? I'm going all in. He's Fuck going- that dog. 
Where was Band-Aid, Cooper? All right. Point from Cameron is up for grabs. Here we go. Aw, sweet Band-Aid was just near the back of the bus, sound asleep when the lights went out. I love Boston Terriers. The breed was initially bred in the United States to hunt the rats in garment factories, as well as what other purpose? Aiden. What is looking all cute and cuddly? No. Cameron. Uh, what is to be a guard dog? No. Connor. Uh, waking up the sleeping workers with their terrible sounding breathing. <laughs> a little specific. Can I throw in one more? A little more? specific to, uh, to breed a dog for that reason. Can I throw yeah, in one yeah, more? Yeah, I mean, but it works, right? This whole time I've been thinking of a y- yeah. York... Yorkshire Terrier. I'm talking about Boston yeah. Terrier. I don't know what that you know looks what like. that looks like. Oh, the, yeah. the target Cooper, can dog. I one more guess? No. Uh, sure. Were they bred to purposefully kill French cryptid hunters? Uh, not really. They were bred oh. for dog fighting. Oh, oh, that sucks. The target dog got his target from dog fighting. I don't think the target dog is a Boston Terrier. You know how people get like teardrops if they murder people in prison? I don't know if that's true. That's what the dogs get. The target around their eye. The target around their eye. Imagine how many people the target dogs m- murdered. Oh my god, I can only imagine. Fucking monster. Speaking of monsters, where's Band-Aid? Does he have a target around his eye? Alrighty. So with that, we have <laughs> we have completely used up all the questions there. Anybody want to go into an ad break now? Do we have time for ads if we're solving a time murder? Time for ads? I thought we weren't stopping for anything. Except well, we're going to stop for an ad break because uh, we're here to make money. Can we, can we I get got a- one. Ready? Wait, could we get an ad from Pierre Beyond the Grave? Pierre, can you hear us? Wait, hold Pierre? on. Guys, everyone sit in a circle. Pierre's, guys, Pierre's I, dead. Yeah, but, but that's why we're going to contact ghosts can come do an ad. Everyone join Pierre. hands. Pierre. Bye bugles (laughs) He's alive Wow that's a pretty nice and short ad. Bye bugles (laughs) I got got an ad if we want to do an ad. He wasn't gonna tell us who murdered him, but damn Bye Bugles is good enough. (laughs) (laughs) Bye Bye bugles. bugles. <laughs> All right. With that, we're gonna actually let's do another score update. Damn, I kind of want some bugles now. I got four. I got three. I'm at three points. The wealth is a little bit closer. Welcome to my utopia. Well done, comrades. <laughs> so with that, we're gonna move into level three. Questioning the suspects. That wasn't even a level. <laughs> Question eleven. When questioned, Dr. T.J. Eckelberg said that he thought, as a zoologist, that he recognized the kind of attack wounds on Pierre to be that of a large, hairy beast with sharp teeth. Although, when we offered to leave the doctor with a blood sample for him to test for specific DNA, he laughed and jokingly said, Well, you probably shouldn't trust me with any blood samples. Given what you know about Dr. T.J. Eckelberg, why do you think we shouldn't trust him with blood? Cameron. Um, he's a vampire. That's correct. <laughs> what? He's a vampire! Two I points. just swing that one. How did I How figure did, that out? He's been alive for over 100 years. Oh, it has yeah. memory oh, problems. I missed that part. Vampires I don't also... have memory problems? He does. Oh. That was insane. That's right. Oh my god, that would be the worst thing a vampire with dementia. They're all monsters. Like all <laughs> see, the friends. Are I was monsters. I was doing research, you know, and the hippocampus slowly deteriorates over time, as well as memory loss is also likely affected by a decrease of blood flow to the brain. Ah. Mm. Mm. Since oh. he's dead. Mm. Uh question twelve. When we talked with Severn's Grenadine, he said that in all the years he's spent in the wild, he's never seen such a ferocious attack. But as he said this, he put his hands on his face as if to be shifting a mask. If Severn's isn't who he says he is, who is he? Severn's is a frog! Severn's is a frog made from Ohio! What's the official name of the cryptid? It's not the Ohio frog, it's the... Something with an M Frogman or whatever. I don't know. I said it earlier. Yeah. Connor, do you know the official name? It's mm. some town in Ohio. I got lots of notes 
Is he the Loveland Frogman? That fucking yes, Connor, you get yeah. three points. Oh, Hot thank damn, goodness. it's the Loveland Frogman. Hot damn. Hot damn. A hit musical coming to Broadway soon. Yes. That's did right. you know? Sorry, I know you said no tangents, Cooper, but did you know the difference between Broadway and off Broadway is not the quality of production; it's the size of theater. It's, yeah, I thought it was the street. <laughs> no, um, it's off of Broadway. Off. Bobby Moynihan. <laughs> You can't just Question buzz in. I know what he's going to say. I'm ready to answer it. <laughs> All right, Aiden, what's your answer? Bobby Moynihan's a werewolf. <laughs> that is not the answer. No? Bobby oh. Moynihan actually came to me and said, I'd like to set something straight. He told me he's actually a werewolf. However, <laughs> he said he's been clean for years due to his intense case of anthrozoophobia. This is a branch of anthropophobia, which is the fear of people. So what is anthrozoophobia? Cameron. Uh, the fear of cryptids? No. Connor. Is it the fear of furries? Yes. Yeah. It's the fear of furries. <laughs> I was going to say animorphs. <laughs> Damn. Anthrozoophobia. I've got that. <laughs> that was a real shot in the dark. I was not expecting that to be I, I'm pretty Three impressed. points for that one, was, Connor. Yeah. Hell yeah. Dang. Screw you, oh Aiden. God. You don't know what I'm about to say. I thought I did. There Question was a 14. I just found out that Ricky Latrapes is actually the alter ego of my favorite water-themed superhero, Seaman, which makes sense given his family <laughs> connection to the sea. He even said that his uncle was one who was the one who inspired the famous DC Comics water-themed superhero, Aquaman. In what year did Aquaman first debut in the comics? Connor. Mm, 1972. We're going to do by closest again. So Cameron. 1957. Okay. Aiden. 1958. Cameron will get this. It's no. 1941. He was in Dang. World War II. I was, wow. So my original thought was like 1944, but I was like, there's no way that comics were out then. Guess I no, was because wrong. Captain America punched Hitler in the face. Thank God. And gave us comic this books. first issue. <laughs> God bless me. All right. So Cameron gets three points on that one, leading us to our final question. Um, question 15. It's about oh, dear. It looks like Band-Aid is covered in blood. And I don't think he had blood on him before we started our trip. In fact, I don't even think he's just a Boston Terrier. What was the name of the creature that I mentioned in round one that I thought it attacked Pierre? Connor. I got it. 100% a bar guest. Fuck. There it is. You get three points for that one. Connor that's takes the win. Final, Amen. That's our final question there. We're going to go ahead and, and throw it to the group. Who do you think the killer is? It's fucking Band-Aid. I've been, on, I've been sniffing out this piece of shit since the get-go. Is it Bobby Moynihan? It's okay. not Bobby Moynihan. So, so no, he's been let's, clean. He's clean. Let's start. Uh, let's start from the top of the questioning. We had um, TJ, who was a vampire, mm -hmm. and something he about throwing us off the scent. He was like, "It looks like it was a dog." But Cooper, uh, Cooper hinted guys... that memory loss can also come from lack of blood flow to the brain. Feels like you if he was attacking the guy, then he would have had more blood flow to his brain, maybe. Yeah. But also, he or blood flowing blood on his on brain. Band -Aid. Who knows? It was mm. Band-Aid. I don't know why we're discussing this. It's very clearly the Boston Terrier that's a bar guest that's been alive for 40 years. I, I also think um, Bobby Moynihan might have a fear of furries, but I don't think Pierre was a furry. Well, Bobby Moynihan, we never confirmed that. Is, do we know if it's a full moon or is it too cloudy? How's the moon? What the moon doing? What the moon doing right now? He said it was a new moon. A new moon. Is it that's new moon part one or part just, two? That's not where moon, so... Yeah, it's it, new it moon got, is not where I moon. guess it gotta be... Freaking Band-Aid. It's Band-Aid. Band-Aid. It has to be Band-Aid. You gotta lock, all lock in, in the same answer. What's if the Connor's dog on doing? board. What the, the dog doing? The dog murdering? The dog murdering. The dog killeth. I'm all ready. Right. Band-Aid bad Band dog. Band-Aid locked in. The killer is Band-Aid. Congratulations. Oh, he was on it from heart. the start. Nice work, Cameron. 
<laughs> I may not guys. have I may not have won individually, but we won as a team, gentlemen. We did win. And that's Amen. all that that's matters. Right. Yeah, let's, let's throw out the service. points again real quick. I got four. Oh, I have nine. I have 12 points. Woo, Connor, nice. Connor win. Uh, Cooper, right. I, pull out, I pull out a gun and shoot Band-Aid in the face. Goodness. Good job, guys. I think... I think y'all did pretty well for the most part. I think there were definitely some things that uh, didn't go anywhere. That, but I'm I'm not sure. What, what the heck? I'm not sure how much more you could. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Ah! Cooper, where'd Cooper go? <laughs> my oh my! There's really nothing quite like a good mystery, wouldn't you agree? It's all fun to play along and follow the clues like a game. Playing with lives, isn't that what you love? You pitiful morons think this is all just a game? To the point that none of you really cared about the stupid Pierre and stupid monsters enough to realize there was no game. The game was mine to play, and I play rough. First, I had to possess this sorry excuse for a human you called Aiden. You know, when it first occurred to me to finally exact my revenge on this cursed bus, I said to myself, Bridget, it will take some sacrifice, but nothing you're not used to. The page was about the spirit of Bridget Driscoll, notable for being the first pedestrian victim of a petrol engine motor vehicle. Either someone just turned off the power, or someone on this bus has the power to manipulate electricity. Because you may have had the first laugh, but who is laughing now? I am. That's your sorry excuse for a podcast. Your sorry excuse for your lives. Because you never really cared about what happens in the end or who gets hurt. You don't care if you're playing with powers far beyond your own because you feel so safe. Oh, but how safe do you feel now? Go ahead and feel safe as you sit at home or in your car. Let me enter that space around you as you realize how much is really beyond your control. Even your own host joked about my death because he thought he was in control. But where is he now? Where is your confidence now that this will all end? Justice will be served. I never got justice, so why should you? Let's just see how confident you are that you'll arrive where you think you've been headed. Because there is no driver. In the end, there is only me. <laughs> Happy Halloween. Are we going to hell? And thanks for riding bus one. That's unfortunately all the time we have. Uh, just a couple little un quick announcements things. Thanks to Vert for use of our theme song, 5798. It's a banger, so go stream it if you haven't. Make sure, uh, if you want to talk to us, email us at bus1trivia at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. And thanks for riding Bus 1. We'll see Damn. you next week. I'm haunted. What? What happened?